0: only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to
1: i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved
0: but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it
1: we have a lot of a lot of flexibility
0: yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year
1: do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this
0: i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs)
1: we got lots to say
0: (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son
1: i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes
0: loosen up
1: it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself Woo! this is our (laughs) 25th episode
0: 25
1: that's gotta be like a a milestone of some sort
0: well speaking of milestones I feel like uh when I turned 25 it dawned on me that I was like supposed to be an adult did this happen to you
1: no I'm 32 and I still struggle with that concept oh okay
0: no yeah I had my midlife at 25 I'm pretty sure
1: that does not bode well for your future
0: no um but yeah i was like it was like a i don't know all the things that you could call it existential crisis midlife crisis uh what am i doing with my life blah 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 yeah at 25.
1: i answer sorry i ask those questions almost on a daily basis okay mostly the what am i doing with my life
0: oh yeah i think that's fairly normal i think
1: yeah. it's like when you look back and you're, and you're trying to follow the path of terrible decisions and you're like motherfucker <laughs> if i could go back in time i just need to know exactly where to go to hit you in the head right so you don't do that which leads you to this
0: right yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: dang um yeah how how, how have you been
1: not good. Right. I uh I heard <laughs> uh, had a brief brief run in with the medical world.
0: Okay. Uh hello. Crippling pains
1: on Tuesday, I think it was. No, Monday. Monday? Oh my god. I I was in a meeting and then like my my whole right side kind of like felt pressure and pain. Okay. I was like, Oh, I just gotta go to the bathroom. So I went down and went to the bathroom and had a pretty decent, you know exchange there and uh and i was walking back to my office and like the pain was just unreal i had to lie down on my floor with my feet up okay and i was in cold sweats and nauseous and i was seriously considering how i was going to get home like this is not good right then i share an office with another guy and he came in he's like what the fuck
0: why are you on the floor
1: so the pain went away for a little bit, okay. and um, I was able to drive home. And I went home, and on the way home, the pain started coming back. So I had Cassie drive me to the hospital. Yeah. For two two reasons. First and foremost, I didn't want to pay for hospital parking. Okay. And secondly, not knowing what the situation was, I wasn't sure I'd be able to drive myself home afterwards.
0: I see. Um, for the record, how much is hospital parking?
1: I want to say too much? Oh,
0: okay. Like over
1: $15? I, I I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I in I, it's been a while since I've I had to go to the hospital and pay parking. I see. Um and I'm generally not too upset by it because <laughs> you know that, like the money goes it's supposed to back go back to the, hospital. to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like yeah, I'm I'm okay with supporting that cause. But um, I had a feeling I'd be there for a while and boy was I right. Uh,
0: okay. So wait. Also, for the record, what would too much for parking be in your mind? Clearly, my I number mean, is fifteen. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't want to pay any more than ten dollars. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I don't want to pay. Okay. Okay. Part like Period. it should be free. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I be. understand the world as it is, not the world that I think it should be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, like, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks. Okay. But it shouldn't be hourly. Like the daily rate should be no more than fifteen dollars. I don't know
0: right yeah
1: like there's enough people that take advantage of the hospital services that, you know yeah. every time they go and they gotta pay parking that's a significant amount of money adds up
0: mm-hmm. and I I mean if you're doing I don't want to say anything long term but if you were to end up being in the hospital for a longer period of time it, some things are unexpected um, but There always seems to be a shortage. Like, there's never enough parking at the hospital, any hospital. It's always an issue. It's very interesting. Um, Sorry, so go on. What happened next?
1: Well, I went to the hospital. Thankfully, I only waited, like, 45 minutes or so in the waiting room before they gave me a bed, which was great because I could lie down and get a little bit more Mm -hmm. comfortable. Yeah. And I brought my e-reader, and 10 hours later, I got to see the doctor. It was just... boy. Yeah. I mean free healthcare is awesome and everything but that is the price you pay for it right um, you're not
0: getting a uh, gold star service so to speak
1: well and they always have you know fewer doctors on and they're oh, responding like to people in priority stuff. yeah so the thing that bothered me the most was there was a point in time where the pain was so severe yeah Um that I could not get comfortable. I was moving around. I was end up walking around in my little cubby hole. Yeah. And I was just trying and I called the nurse in and she's like, I can't give you anything until the doctor sees you. Yeah. And that was like four hours into my visit. Okay. I was like, If I had to go for six more hours with this kind of pain, like that's almost torture.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I was like, come on. She says if it doesn't go away, you know, give me a call and I'll see what I can do. I was like, there should be, there should be no escalation here. You either can or can't do something. <laughs> yeah. Don't toy with me. If you say, if she's walking away after she said that, I was like, motherfucker, just give it to me now. Like, what it's not going to do... change anything. Yeah. What can yeah. we do
0: to alleviate this, even in the slightest?
1: Yeah. Like, right? uh, the whole time I was like, just give me that needle right into my ass cheek. Yeah. Yeah and make it all go away.
0: Was that the ultimate solution to this?
1: Well, they ended up giving me a needle in my arm, which was some other medicine called turdol or turdodol or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that got me through the night Mm -hmm. because I ended up leaving at like 2.30 in the morning. The doctor was confident it was a kidney stone, but he's like, we could do a CT, like a CAT scan or an ultrasound, but you'd have to wait till morning. Mm -hmm. I was like, doc, he was a nice guy. Like young fella, he checked. I was having like some significant pain in my uh, scrotiliac region, mm-hmm. and uh, he checked that out. There was no lumps or anything, so like the big ticket items were ruled out. Okay. I was like, yeah, let's uh, let's call it here. Get me home. Home, sleep in my own bed. Yeah. They gave me some some prescription, a needle, and I was out the door. So like.
0: So I wonder who is the kind of person that stays at the hospital and waits further you know what i mean like at two in the morning if they're like oh hey the ct people and the ultrasound people don't come in till whatever eight ten whatever it is you can wait for them like who's waiting
1: i mean i could imagine a lot of people people who um i mean maybe maybe they got nowhere better to go Shoulder. maybe the hospital bed Shoulder. is is nice uh people who who's who don't have jobs or who don't care about their jobs like my big thing was i was expecting to be out of there earlier and i knew i had to go to work the next morning i see so I was like i need to get some sleep before before i go to i go to work and yeah. you know our job is super accommodating with these kinds of things but at the same time you recognize your responsibility and you want to uh, respect that yes um absolutely. But yeah and me and, and and i was i think the biggest thing in my mind when considering this question is i was confident it was some sort of stone mm-hmm. he was very confident that it was a stone and that was good enough for me it i see it assuaged all my concerns um other people might not be so easily um uh like find convinced...
0: confirmation. Yeah, like yeah. they
1: need to know. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's probably most people. That would be in that situation. I would but like, suggest. I, I would still,
0: I would still come back. I'd be like, I'm going home. And then, can I make an appointment? You know what I mean? Be
1: like, can yeah, I come that, back? that would have been a good question. Because my that's first cool. thought when you said that it was, now you got to get back in that line again, sit with all the, all the friendly faces in the waiting room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Not for me.
1: Not for me. So
0: interesting. So all in all, are you fixed? No. Okay.
1: I still have to pass the stone. Uh-huh. Aha.
0: Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Fun.
1: I was on TikTok the other day.
0: It's super fun.
1: And Sammy. there was a video.
0: Sorry. That
1: it was. It was just a conveyor belt of different experiences that could occur in life. Okay. how much... And how much they hurt. Okay. And uh, they were using the dole D-O-L, which was their unit of pain. Okay. And uh, so, like, there was bee sting, breaking your finger, breaking your toe. Yeah. Getting stabbed and that kind of thing. And I watched it, I watched it go by, and this was as I'm in the hospital. No. I'm on TikTok. And it was getting hit by a car going 30 miles an hour. It was whatever. But the second one after it. Was passing a kidney stone.
0: Oh my god! Equivalent was like, to getting hit by a car. It,
1: 30... it was, it was just a little worse, according to
0: worse. Oh, so I
1: was super, super stoked to see that.
0: <laughs> You're like, I'm about to experience this, and maybe I shouldn't have seen this.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna get hit by a car going 65 or 35 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, yeah, slightly different, but yeah, same, same.
1: So yeah, things are uh,
0: wow.
1: Things are pretty stable, but I'm very nervous. Okay. Because I don't know when or where it's going to happen. It's,
0: it's a mystery.
1: It's gonna come out of nowhere. There's enough people at work that are aware, so if they hear screaming coming from the bathroom, they'll know what's up.
0: Right. They'll be like, oh,
1: it's just Colin. Yeah, he's We're just fine. dealing with some stuff.
0: <laughs> We're fine. It's fine. Yeah.
1: How have how have you been?
0: Holy moly. Uh, how have I been? I hey. have been. Uh, also at uh, first I will say I wish you the best of luck in this endeavor.
1: Mm, thank you I will keep everyone up to date.
0: <laughs> You'll have to go live on our yeah. on our podcast.
1: I'm going to do inst- it like, uh, <laughs> afterwards to Felix. Like, so in, yeah.
0: so it was more like 40. Like yeah. a car going 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh for your ki- for your sake I hope it's not like getting hit by a car at all. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts and prayers um <laughs> I, uh, how have I been uh I I have returned to our temporary residence at my in-laws which has been lovely um my mother-in-law is off for a little wee bit because next Tuesday so like in just under a week um she's taken our little guy anson on a big old jet plane and they're going to newfoundland for a week to visit relatives out there and uh also coming back with nan her mom um which is good it's i i'm really excited for them we were talking about it today And, uh, she was like, you know, I, you should, you should have, I should have thought to ask you if you wanted to come because now I'm, (laughs) um, feeling like I'm leaving you out. And I was like, no, (laughs) I, I recognized immediately that she was, um, wanting to help kind of like give me a break like take right. the little guy absolutely and then also have this super cool adventure with him um and i had a really hard time with letting go of him when he was really little um i don't know. not so much anymore all moms go through this but i was like <clears throat> oh no like i can't imagine myself leaving him with somebody but then someone, I can't remember if I heard it somewhere, somebody said this to me, but they're like, the beauty in your child getting to experience things in life with others is so valuable, and I was like, you know what? That's so true. I want him to have a really cool relationship with all of his grandparents yeah and family members and this is one of those times where like he gets to go and do that and they get to bond and Absolutely. and although i'm sad i'm not part of it obviously i recognize like how like i said valuable this is gonna be for him and
1: and even without all of that though yeah because like, that's that's great but it almost doesn't matter when you consider the amount of alone time you're going to get.
0: <laughs> and it lines up perfect. It, tur- it turned out that it lined up perfectly with us, like, get taking possession of our new place. So it kind of gives us a little bit of a buffer in that regard.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: that's, was That was like a coincidence because long, long ago she had mentioned these dates and then it just sort of everything lined up really conveniently I guess so yeah I'm like
1: that's awesome ah
0: so nice and I have one wedding left this season it's Thanksgiving Sunday and I was saying to Jordan I've like really enjoyed the work that I've done with my business this season um but now I'm tired (laughs) and well and
1: rightfully so you're not just running a business
0: right yeah there's a lot Mm -hmm. of Moving parts. You're building a person. I am, and taking care of of Anson when I am working, as well. Um, although my mom's been wonderful in, uh, like, acting as a built-in babysitter. Right. <laughs> when yeah. when I'm when I am working, which has been really nice. Um. Yeah, I feel like it, pff, we re rolled with it. You know what I mean yeah for sure we made a big life-changing decision and it's like this had to happen so it's like i'm not gonna i want to focus on all the positive things that are happening
1: absolutely it's the only way to do it
0: yeah not to say like (laughs) i'm not being like like we talked about in past episodes like that toxic positivity like Focus on just, the good things yeah. only. You know, like yeah. I have had moments and bad days and whatever, but uh stressful moments as well for sure. Um <laughs> moments where my toddler would wake me up at like five AM and I was like, I get to sleep in today, why are you awake? <laughs> yeah. Um but I regret everything. <laughs> but um yeah, all in all I feel like I'm just trying to really focus on on the good things happening because i feel like i don't know that's like what propels you forward and helps keep you helps. motivated to, to keep doing what you're doing and and all this yeah
1: it also helps you see the good things that are happening too
0: right yeah So a
1: lot of, it's it's really easy to just let the uh let the bad stuff kind of cloud your vision or give you a tunnelized kind of thing mm-hmm. tunnel vision sorry tunnelized i don't know tunnelized. what that is
0: Um, isn't there, I don't know what it's called, but isn't there some sort of theory about that? Like if you focus on the good things, the good things keep coming. If you focus on the bad things, the bad things will keep coming.
1: Yes. But I think they called it like, I don't know if it's a theory or if it's like a mindset.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Because there's the scarcity mindset and and there's the abundance mindset. And we've talked Uh, about that before.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That's for sure. uh,
1: I'll look into that. I'm not sure if there's a theory or not. Let me write a note here. It's gonna piss off Jordan. Um,
0: <laughs> Has he texted you this before?
1: Yeah, just I made a end click and that drives him nuts.
0: Oh, good times. Yeah. So, I mean, as a quick catch um, up, that's 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 life and it. That's action. good.
1: Yeah. that's real good. Yeah, dude. Moving forward, moving on up <laughs> to the sky
0: so um if i recall correctly there was something i'd sent you this week that i wanted uh
1: yes how before we get started on that though yeah yeah it's yeah per, it's pretty heavy um, yes you did you have leftover items from last week that we want to cover
0: yeah i was i was um gonna suggest we maybe start with those because
1: yes yeah 25 episodes in and we're already mm,
0: brainwaving well, as I like brainwaving to yeah
1: episode 26 will be entirely silent if you're not on (laughs) our wavelength you won't hear it
0: yeah you just two hours of of real quality shit and
1: elon musk is going to be tuning in
0: he'll be like i'm i'm on the wavelength you guys um i don't know if that's what he sounds
1: like (laughs) yeah
0: um okay so i i had mentioned a couple things but uh there was one that i'd left out because i was like we could end up talking about this for a while and it is semi-ridiculous
1: um i'm already interested
0: but you had sent me a tiktok and it was like this guy who had a cooler and was showing you how to turn the cooler into a fridge freezer combo and so He said you layer the base with the ice, you pour salt, you put your meat, then you put- Which is the
1: freezer part.
0: Freezer part, yeah. And then you put a piece of like, insulation, like board, uh, board? Yeah,
1: like that inch thick or like inch and a half, like that pink styrofoam plate kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Insulation. (laughs) Uh, Rigid insulation. Is that what they call it? i have no idea and you cut you cut it to the shape of your cooler yeah uh custom you know Mm -hmm. and then you can put your fridge portion items on top without worry that they'll get like soggy and whatever yeah and everything stays cold
1: like you picture like when you put your like egg carton Yes. and there and it just disintegrates like that won't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. because everything be is co- an ocean forming in, in the base yeah. of your cooler. And not
1: not everything is covered in water. Yeah. Which is nice.
0: And it'll stay afloat even if the ice does melt, right?
1: Because it's on the foam.
0: On the foam insulation.
1: Oh, foam insulation. I really about this. Rigid foam this insulation.
0: Now I want to look this up. <laughs> I won't, but uh yes yeah so is that the quote-unquote correct way to do it or like what's the ultimate
1: i mean i thought it was cool i don't know about the salt i can't remember why he put the salt in Mm -hmm. and i think it was so that the water stays colder even if the ice melts
0: right yeah
1: But, I mean... I believe there's something...
0: Yeah, there's something to that effect that the salt helps uh, preserve the temperature of the ice and subsequent water.
1: Because, like... Salt melts ice. Right? (sighs) We put salt on the roads and the sidewalks and the driveways. Mm
0: -hmm. But is that with the intent of melting it or is that with the intent of making it not slippery
1: well they can use sand for that yeah so unless they just want the ice that you're going to slip and die on to be extra cold
0: (laughs) right yeah i see what you're getting at
1: but i think it's for the water not the ice
0: okay 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 okay
1: so i think i think when you put the salt in it will have a melting effect on the ice but it'll it'll dissolve into the water yes. and help the water stay colder with the ice rather than keeping the ice cold.
0: Right, cuz the I don't know if any of that makes sense. Is inevitable.
1: <clears throat> I think so. And it's going to be helped along a little bit by the salt.
0: Gotcha. Science. So anybody with uh, any kind of science scientific Do we know knowledge?
1: any oceanographers?
0: Yeah, that that as well. Um yeah, any knowledge would be appreciated. Uh, the WMI podcast at gmail.com and the We Made It dot podcast on Instagram.
1: And I know you all listen.
0: Please message Someone us. Someone
1: comment. <laughs> we we got to do better at putting stuff on social media and I, I'm going to fully take all of that blame. I just am terrible at social media. I don't think um, it's
0: a it's a it's a blame seat i think it's a we are two people powering this podcast forward and with full busy lives so i mean it's um it's a work in progress
1: i'm okay with that yeah that that works for me yeah um so yeah that's the uh was that the was that it about the cooler or just just...
0: no yeah that's it i just do we do we like it yeah i think it's cool I, I think it could really work. I would. I like think to I like it better.
1: It? I've seen coolers with compartments.
0: Okay. Yeah. Vertical. But versus the and, horizontal.
1: And I think in the Yeti ones, you can get shelves like horizontal ones. I can't of remember. Of course, where. you can. But I can't remortgage my house just to get one of those coolers. I was gonna test say out, so. like.
0: They want a small down payment. On I one feel of like those I would
1: boys. I would be willing to test out this theory. Okay. on my own. Okay. With some foam next time we go camping or something like that we can. Okay. We can test that out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would be although very like... on board. Mhm. Maybe we should just make a giant foam rigid foam insulation box as well that the cooler stays in at night.
1: We're putting the cooler in a cooler?
0: Yeah. <laughs> too much too much
1: it seems ridiculous (laughs) to me
0: uh yeah probably but okay so whilst transporting the cooler we put them in our vehicles maybe we put foam under the cooler i don't know to help retain the heat inside does that even matter if all the other sides are uncovered probably doesn't matter
1: i mean if like say we were somewhere uh, and we had to put the cooler on the pavement and it was a super hot day. Right. Yeah. I'd put put the foam down and then the cooler down and that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But okay. To me it's got to there's got to be a reason for it. I don't think it's just generically better. Okay. Because if it's in just the bed of the truck like the, the bed of the truck is not super hot. That's fair. Yeah. Or you know the grass by the fire not super hot
0: no that's fair yes okay so circumstantially we bring an additional piece of foam just in
1: case just in case emergency fo-
0: <laughs> emergency foam okay this is good um not that it's ever been an issue i feel like the way that you guys go camping and then afterwards have like we'll analyze what worked what didn't work What piece of equipment would help make this even just a little bit better, whether it's a lighter weight, uh, I don't know, tool or item for your packs, or if it's like just narrowing down. You know, I've got like six meals left, maybe I brought too much, that kind of stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of those moments. Where the cooler's been doing a, a fine job <laughs> this whole time, but we're just like, hmm, how can we? I see.
1: Yeah. How do you How do you optimize it? How do we make it even better? Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm.
0: I think step one mm-hmm. would be uh, choosing an excellent campsite, right?
1: Yeah. So you don't optimizing need
0: to... your campsite, yeah. having the right things on site to To uh, not have to bring as much with you, I guess. Does that make sense? Wait, are we
1: talking about the cooler or us camping?
0: Oh, camping in general now.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you just generally the resources you need are there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's yeah, you want a good layout.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, you want some trees. You want some water. You want some flat ground. You want some. Some rocks.
0: Breezes. That kind
1: of thing. Yeah, breezes are key, especially in the summer. Yes. Keeps the bugs away nice at night.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes.
1: And then from there, yeah, you just... One of the things that weighs a lot, but it's totally worth the extra pound, is the the folding, like the collapsible chairs.
0: For uh, car camping or
1: like our backpack camping. Your backpack camping.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Just like those little and... hammocky style chairs. Yeah. yeah.
1: I brought a, a stool one time, like oh. a tripod stool, yes. and it was handy but it's so bad on your back.
0: Right. There's no relief.
1: Be... No. And so at least with the uh the folding chairs, you can you can lay, you can kind of recline, relax your back, take a little bit of the pressure off. Oh man. Yeah totally worth it.
0: Yeah, it's the little luxuries at that point, I think. Because mm-hmm. you go, go, go all day, and then you're just like, Whew. yeah, no, for sure. Um, On a completely different note, sorry, do you have topics?
1: No, I was burping. Okay. I thought there was one more from last week.
0: Uh, no. Unless, I, I don't know. I said... Now we talked about the the two other things that I've got here, so yeah, all done.
1: Good to go. All
0: done.
1: Make sure I don't have any notes. I
0: have notes from a really mm-hmm. long time ago that I uh, just realized are still on this thing. Huh. How fascinating. <laughs> uh sorry, there's probably some dead space and up up in here. Uh, I have a note here that says, How has is St. Patrick's Day not been canceled?" <laughs> oh, bad. I don't know why I wrote that, but now I'm thinking about it. Oh, well, like let's save that one, March. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's save her. To be continued. Um, Yeah, and I guess the other one I wanted to talk about is Gabby Petito.
1: Gabby Petito. All right, let's give the uh, let's give everyone a rundown.
0: Ah, uh, let's. I mean, where, you. Yeah, where where do I begin? So this all started thanks to TikTok. I fell down the Gabby Petito uh, rabbit, rabbit hole. hole of information last week. Um, this twenty year old woman uh, set off on a across the united states this is my understanding if i get any of the details wrong i do apologize i am not a a crime a real true crime junkie (laughs) uh but this story really caught my attention um her and her boyfriend were living in florida with his parents they renovated a van that Gabby owned, and then they set off. They started on the West Coast, and were making their way back across the U.S. I, I assume to eventually end up back in Florida. Um, yeah, road trip. And, you know, for her... I think she was quoted saying like it was like her dream um to to do this so anyways they set off together and uh along the way things started getting a little bit rocky between them they also documented everything on youtube and instagram i shouldn't say they it was her i believe who was who was documenting everything um so between the two there's like a lot of footage and data and timestamps and etc. of their trip.
1: So and, you can kind of build a, a timeline,
0: right? Of um, activities. And Gabby was reported missing by her family on September 10th, I believe, uh, but they hadn't spoken to her since. hadn't received any communication from her since august 30th at that point um so i don't know right away i was intrigued i was like oh this is like very current uh at that time they had no answers uh, as to where she was they were very confused Uh, the last message they received said no service at
1: Shoot. Uh, Yosemite.
0: Yosemite. But But they were
1: supposed to be somewhere else.
0: Yeah, at the Grand Tetons. Mm -hmm. And so her family was confused and I actually recently read another um, article that said she had messaged about her grandfather and wrote in the message instead of saying hey grandpa's phone is weird or whatever she wrote um can you contact stan i think something's wrong with his phone or something along those lines and the parents found it strange that she was referring to the grandfather as stan because she never did she would typically refer to him as grandpa or whatever term she used for her grandfather yeah, so in the world that we're in, <laughs> there's so many like armchair detectives on the internet. And I think this caught a lot of people's attention because it was like, like I said, very current. Right. Um, and I think people felt like there was an opportunity to save her still um, with the information that they had the amount of information the um kind of like the timestamps and the locations and and just everything accessible to them on the internet I think people just like really hopped on the I don't want to say the bandwagon but like hopped on this case and were like hey everybody needs to be paying attention to this anywho so on September 2nd I think it was Her now fiancé, because they became fiancee amidst this trip, he shows up at his parents' house in Florida in Gabby's van.
1: Without Gabby.
0: Saw's Gabby.
1: Yeah. Saw's Gabby. Gabby's
0: (laughs) nowhere to be found. So I feel like this was like the big red flag. A week, I want to say a week prior to this, Um, while they were still on this trip authorities had been called to report to a domestic disturbance at the campsite, campground area that they were staying at and you know the police deemed it a not a domestic incident they deemed it like a mental health crisis type of thing Um, because Gabby explained like She suffers from anxiety, and this trip had like really taken a toll on her, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, So the police essentially said, like, it seems like you guys are okay, like you're able to sort this out. Uh, They did recommend that they spend a night apart so that they could have a little bit of alone time and like space. Um, Right. So I think he ended up, I think her boy fiance slash boyfriend's name is brian i feel like i need Um, to look this up brian something uh thank you and so he went and spent the night at a hotel and she stayed in the van slash campsite for the night um and so yeah and then the following week he shows up at home in florida (laughs) without her and the local authorities were I don't want to say alerted, but they did go to his house, like his parents' house and uh, they were given the phone number and contact information for their family attorney and basically said he's not answering any questions. So to me that's like huge red flags. (laughs) At that point, I feel like if I were the police, I'd be like okay, we need to get moving on like some sort of warrant or something. Like We need to be able to search his house, the van, like Gabby's van is here. Where's Gabby? Right? Uh, But she hadn't actually been um what do you call it? Like officially deemed missing.
1: Yeah, they waited like
0: uh... <clears throat> another week.
1: Uh, okay, right.
0: Almost. Because I don't know if the authorities showed up on the second, but like say they showed up on the fourth. She wasn't like officially um, deemed missing until the tenth. So it was like a yes. few days yeah. later, right? His name's Brian. Brian, it is Brian. Okay. Phew, my memory hasn't completely failed me. Um. Yeah. And so I sent this to you, and I said, "Really great story. We should talk about this on the podcast." However, since that time, they have discovered her body in the Grand Tetons Park. So now we know that that last text she sent to her parents was phony.
1: But they said they found the suspected remains. Did they confirm that?
0: They did. Yeah, I did read an article where they said it has been confirmed. This is Gabby. At first, yes, it was just suspected because it matched the description. Uh, yeah. in the location as well and uh but yeah they did they confirmed it the following day because i guess the coroner had to ensure that that it was her and mm-hmm. then uh, officially alert the families and so the families have basically made a public plea to brian and his family being like hey and, and also anybody who might have information who might have seen them on the road or talked to them, spoke to somebody, whoever. Um, you know, if you know anything, please come forward with this information. Uh, the same for Brian. Because um, so- he's I- now missing. He's now missing. And I mean, he is in all likelihood the last person to have seen her or at least one of the last people. And so he probably has a lot of answers to these questions, like, what happened to her? Um, Nobody has, like, labeled him a suspect. They just said he's a person of interest for obvious reasons. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were dating. They were traveling together. They became engaged while traveling together. And then he didn't know where she was. So... I feel like there's a lot of questions to be answered still. Um, It's pretty suspicious. There's a lot of, yeah, that's suspicious, that's weird. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Um,
1: This is like as circumstantial as making a murderer.
0: Right, yeah.
1: It's like, "Mm, everything's pointing towards you, pal.
0: (laughs) There's uh, only one real viable suspect here. Um, but, you know, I think they don't want to scare him away by being like, hey, you are going to be convicted of murder because, I don't want to say what has happened a lot, but what I have heard in the news is that this person who may be involved or suspect or whatever ends up disappearing. And then they find their body in a in a week's time or whatever. Yeah. Right? And it's just like now we have no answers. Like nobody nobody can tell us what happened to either of these people. Like how did this happen? <laughs> Where did it well, go wrong?
1: I think because like he he was seen after she was missing at right. his parents' house. Yeah. Means means to me that and that was in Florida, far away from Wyoming, which is where these mountains are. Yeah. Um, to, if someone else was involved, the likelihood of them following him to Florida to finish the job,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or him going back to Wyoming to interact again or, or cross paths with someone else who did this to Gabby,
2: mm-hmm. are
1: exceedingly low.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it's to me more than likely, more than likely that. Uh, and and this is probably unfair, for him because I I don't know, I know hardly anything about this. Yeah,
0: this whole situation. But it seems
1: an awful lot like he killed her, he tried to stage it, he screwed up with some details in the texting, <laughs> and then he yeah. he got rid of the body and in, in the Grand Tetons went to Florida, packed up some things and peaced.
0: Yeah, like. Maybe essentially tried to flee before mm-hmm. shit hit the fan uh, to protect himself yeah
1: yeah absolutely that's the to me the most obvious one and generally yeah uh, Occam's razor the most obvious solution is generally the the proper solution or the right solution I'm butchering that definition but okay It's probably him
0: or I'd like to quote. Dwight Schrute um, and yeah. the most medium suspect it's
1: never who you least suspect it's also never who you most suspect it's always who you most medium suspect
0: yeah so I I feel like I most medium suspect him
1: see I mostly suspect him
0: I, I, do, but I also don't but know but,
1: like yes. <laughs> I don't know who else it could be Unless it would, like,
0: it, like the only other situation is like it's a complete random person, right?
1: Or like an animal. Or an animal. But if yeah. if an animal got her, like the coroner would be able to say, yeah, that there was.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't divulge this detail. The coroner also confirmed that it was homicide.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, unless bears learn to pull triggers.
0: Yeah. And I don't know what homicide entails specifically and i think they're trying to keep some details private only for the sake of the family yeah it's Uh, pretty personal yeah to not have their lives spread out
1: like the image of yeah the the image of their daughter yeah kind of tarnished by what people could be imagining if they said what happened
0: yeah and uh, i've heard as well there's sort of a A makeshift uh memorial that people have built with rocks at the site where her body was discovered um like already and I don't know it's just it seems like this case got a lot of traction all of a sudden and I I was trying to figure out why because I know in Canada it's a huge issue like the missing indigenous women the the like amount of them that go missing uh the unsolved cases from like 5 10 15 20 plus years ago um don't get half as much attention as as this this was like almost like a all hands on deck thing tons of news media uh reporting it um like the local news station here was reporting it on the news last night it's just very interesting that it's gained like such a huge following.
1: I mean, I have a few theories on that.
0: Okay. Do you tell.
1: So, well, we discussed this when we were we were talking about the residential schools and stuff. Um and and Trump was a master at utilizing this. Mm-hmm. But they are news cycles like
0: I see. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's unfortunate that um you know, missing or murdered indigenous women are not gaining viewers on the news. And this is something that people are aware of by now. Like, you know, I don't care when celebrities die because their, their, their impact is no different than, you know, your father or, or, you know, my boss's aunt, like everyone, everyone's life is so significant to at least some people Mm -hmm.
2: that
1: I think it's, it's valuable no matter what i think everyone should either get the same amount of attention or none at all mm. um so unfortunately i think the media capitalized on the fact that this was trending this was picking up steam and they are using it um to i don't like to say the word distract because there's it makes it sound like there's a ulterior motives or i believe in conspiracy theories or something like that but okay the the plain the the fact of the matter is is if if there is stuff out there that people want to hear and listen to and look at, then the news outlets are gonna give the people what they want.
0: Yeah, they're looking for for viewership, listenership. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And 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 if that means uh, you know this Gabby Petito girl gets a lot of coverage and it drives resources to solving that crime, um, that's fantastic. And and the harsh inverse of that is uh you know when city officials or you know government officials aren't interested in things because it's not in the news or because the the victims weren't noteworthy then yes. they're, they're not going to you know drive those forces as hard those resources to solve it so things get get unanswered
2: mm-hmm.
1: um that's why you know we had to have a commission in canada established just to investigate
2: this missing and murdered
1: indigenous women because
2: yeah.
1: it, it wasn't of interest to the public. And so, you know, governments didn't have to care because none of their constituents were saying anything about it Right until people started speaking up and having a voice. And, and, you know, it, I, I'm not sure the commission has done anything productive yet. However, at yes. least it's, at least that's a step in the right direction.
0: It's been established, so, yes. So yeah. there's there's wheels in motion, to try and and solve these cases. And yeah, no, I think that's really
1: important. I agree. And then you know, coming back to the Gabby thing, like I'll be surprised if this is in the news in seven to ten days.
0: I I feel like you're right with the news cycles. Uh, I, like you said, we've talked about this sort of thing in past episodes, but it's I don't want to say it's frustrating, but in seven to ten days, I'll be like, what's going on with this case? And you can't find anything about it anymore yeah. if it's not on the current news, right? And so I feel like the same sort of thing happened with... Um, oh, gosh. There the Canadian guy who murdered the asian student in montreal
1: oh yes um
0: yeah i don't even luca magnata yes it was there was a similar thing with him where it hit the newsstands it was a super hot story they found him in europe somewhere at like an internet cafe uh and then the story was gone and i was like but i would like to know does he come back to Canada? Is he incarcerated? Does he get a guilty verdict when he goes to trial? Like I I feel like they hardly circle back and give answers.
1: Yeah, there's no closure.
0: Yeah, and I think I that's what frustrates me the most about these we'll say highlight reel style of n- news reporting is like you don't get closure from the stories it's just open-ended like this was a hot topic it, for a bit and now it's not and that was another thing that i i had sent to you on tiktok this week that maybe we can talk about as well but like the every uh every life matters movement that kind of sprung after the discovery of the bodies at the residential schools and and like when we'd originally talked about new cycles and, and how that you feared that that would be a new cycle. And it has proven to be unfortunately because they're yeah. not talking about it now. And it's like, hello, no. it's still very important. And anyway.
1: Yeah. The, um, that's sort of the downside that, you know, technology is such a powerful tool and, and social media connects everyone around the world and we're able to accomplish so many amazing things. Yeah. So many incredibly amazing things. It's almost disgusting the things we can do as a people. Um, but as a result, like our thirst for new and exciting, clickbaity, whatever you want to say. Like we, we are just, yeah. we consume so much. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean th- like things, but information. We consume media so fast yep. that it's almost it's almost not even... It's almost not even fair to to the media outlets for us to blame them for doing this mm-hmm. because they're only they're only giving us what we want. Yeah. They're, they're only they're doing the, the things we've asked for.
0: They're the live <clears throat> action algorithm.
1: Yeah, and like back in the day when you used to, you know, have to turn on the news at night to figure out what was going on or read the paper the next day, yeah. They had time to to, you know, flesh out a story, follow you know these high-profile cases for long periods of time, and, and keep the public informed on these things because the other little you know flashes in the pan weren't worth the print space in the papers or weren't right. worth the airtime uh, uh, on any of the uh, any of the blocks on the big channel. So like,
0: it had to be a big story.
1: It had to be a big story in order mm-hmm. to make the cut. Now with the internet, like you can you can have any anyone could get we we could start a news channel now it's crazy yeah and we could report whatever we want and it's insane so because there's
0: the lack of like fact checking and things like this and people will just report whatever they think based on something that they hear in a blip for two seconds and it's not like the full picture no yeah you're definitely right it's uh it's very watered down
1: yeah and now you can't you can't you can't prove anything you can't please anyone because we talk. there's that that there was a the thing going around about you know don't say you, especially because of covid don't say you've done your research um because like you know unless you've like you can't you can't have you you can't know enough about anything unless you have a phd in that topic and mm-hmm. it's just absolutely ridiculous and asinine to suggest that people can't have informed opinions just because they don't have the same level of education they can yeah. still do just as good, in terms of forming basic opinions. Um, there was a really funny, funny TikTok I saw. It was Someone's Twitter, or Facebook post. It says, uh, "Uh, you know, the science teacher handed you back tests yeah. face down, yes. but you're, 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 you're not getting the vaccine because you've done your own research." Mm-hmm. I yeah. laughed so hard.
0: No, I, I yes, I, I, think I saw. You might have sent it to me, and and, and it did so. make me laugh, and I was just like yes um i want to give so much credit to people who uh are doing research because like informed choice is definitely a thing um i would say double triple check your sources
1: yeah the sourcing is very important
0: yeah like where is this information coming from uh regardless of the subject um I don't know I, I feel like it's important to to note who's writing it what they're like maybe they have motivations maybe they're sponsored in some way to deliver information a certain way
1: and, um, and that's a common problem like yeah you know back back in the day when people were discussing you know uh you know heart healthy foods and the, the dangers yes. of trans oh. or saturated fats Everything that every study that was produced, you know, stating the horrors of animal fats was paid for by, you know, the companies who wanted you to buy their products. Anything that's anything that was (laughs) conducted to show that tobacco wasn't related to cancer was a study paid for by tobacco
0: Tobacco companies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And that's the thing with studies. People love to quote studies because it makes them sound intellectual. Mm -hmm. But what people shortcut things because they're lazy and they think they're clever. They'll read the abstract and they won't read the whole study. Mm -hmm. They won't understand how the study was executed and on which living organisms the study was used Mm -hmm. or using. Um, And they also won't figure out, you know, they won't follow up on how that study was peer reviewed because there's been a few examples where people are citing studies that were then disproven yes and then <clears throat> how is that study funded yeah it's just so easy to manipulate data these days like citing studies is almost not even a thing anymore
0: yeah like it's it, which is ridiculous because that should be like the the class a location to get accurate yeah, info absolutely um but unfortunately it turns out that it's not uh, in in some cases, i don't want to say all cases yeah, but yeah, it's it's. I think why there's such a divide in, in opinions, uh, in I don't want to say in general, but kind of, uh, you know, regarding COVID specifically, but I think just overall, <laughs> because you can get any information to c- confirm, and or deny a point that you would like to argue absolutely um pretty much anywhere on the internet <laughs> if yeah. you look hard enough so i feel like that's it's it's caused you know the access to information is wonderful like you said because it can bring a lot of good but yeah it it's also dividing in some ways because i don't know People can be like, well, this is right. No, this is right. And it's like, well, I think you're both kind of right. Just depends how you look at it and like what factors play into it. I don't know. but.
1: And I'd I'd much rather be in a situation where I don't want you to tell me why you're right. I want you to explain your point of view so I can understand
2: you. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: care about your opinion. I just want to know how you came to your opinion so that as a as a friend or as an acquaintance or a complete stranger, I get to know the person I'm talking to a little bit better. Yeah. And it goes both ways. And it's like that open dialogue. Yeah. 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 I think that'll change the world. But then that's the
0: fear. The fear of, of open dialogue is that you have difficult conversations and they get uncomfortable maybe. And I think people don't like
1: that. And I think people should, I think, whether you like it or not, I think it should be something that people endeavor to do as often as they can. Mm, interesting. Because if you're doing something un- that makes you uncomfortable, it's it's probably a good thing. Because if you're in this, if you're in yeah. a, if you're outside your comfort zone, there's growth, there's development there. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're having a conversation about a topic that makes you uncomfortable, you're gonna find out real quick how well you know that topic especially if it's one if you're on like uh if you have a particular opinion on a subject yeah and you think you understand it uh until you have a conversation with someone you're you're gonna be like oh my god i gotta get my ducks in a row and i think articulate this yeah yeah and and that's it too like i understand there's a difference between you know having an opinion and being able to communicate that opinion well some Mm -hmm. people just don't do well in those situations mm-hmm. but that's another reason why you should put yourself in those situations and if everyone involved was in the right understanding of I'm not here to attack you
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm here so that you can explain yourself not even explain yourself so you can share your point of view yeah and maybe we can si- all learn something yeah and in in a in a in a friendly inviting environment where you're not going to be judged and it's not about whether you're right or you're wrong mm-hmm. it's about hey Okay, you, you're not for COVID vaccines. Explain why. And then I am for COVID vaccines. I'll explain why. And it's not we're attacking each other. Yeah. We're just learning about Make it about each other, not about the issue. And yeah. and then the other thing is, I think people are afraid to find out information or or realize that uh, they're wrong.
0: Well, not that they're wrong, but that might change their mind.
1: Well, and and it would it would mean that they're they're they were wrong whether what they
0: thought they whatever feel the feel that what they thought was wrong originally but i what... don't think i see it like that because you thought with the information that you had at the time so that's not wrong when you gain new information and new insight and whatever it doesn't make the past opinion wrong even if you've changed your opinion to like you've one eighty'd on the opinion. You know what I mean? Um Well, I mean I, feel I don't like think it makes it makes you more knowledgeable and able to make an opinion with this new information. But I think yeah, but if I... you everybody looks at it as like, I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right. But I don't I just like I don't think it's um what's
1: the word? Like useful or helpful. It's or... not
0: polarizing like that.
1: So I mean I I get what then you're saying. If, there's. I, yeah. If if I say the Earth is flat,
0: <laughs> what kind of information do you have to support this opinion?
1: Yeah, there's there's all kinds. Yeah. That is wrong. Okay. And if I'm getting into a conversation with you, mm-hmm. and you and and we're having this, you know, hey, what? Explain to me why you think the Earth is flat. Like that's a really interesting concept. <laughs> I'm curious to know. Yes. And then. Hey, I think the earth is round and here's my thoughts. And I go, oh, wow. Because I'm actually a really open-minded person and I'm not married to my opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm interested, based on the information I had, this is the conclusion I came to.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think I'm right.
0: Yeah.
1: In my opinion. Oh, I see. Sorry, I think my opinion's right. And you give me new information. Yeah. And I go, oh, wow. This is contradictory to what I thought. Yeah. I believe it more. It makes sense to me more because of this. Yeah. I was wrong now I believe the earth is round mm-hmm. and that is right and it's not that you were right or wrong it's just the information you had was right or wrong
0: I see what you're saying yes okay
1: and I mean like the the your title the finiteness of...
0: yeah your tight your title and position uh, like viewpoint on it
1: yes. yeah okay. and I think the tricky thing is when it comes to that stuff is people don't they don't ask themselves so, like, say we know someone who is dead set against the vaccine. Let's pretend there's someone in our lives who's like, fuck no. I'm not getting the vaccine. Okay. <clears throat> Most people don't have a threshold. And, and when I say this, I mean me too. Because we don't think that far beyond our own opinions. Sure. So, <clears throat> when it comes to information and knowledge, we kind of form our opinions and we because there's so much information out there there's so much knowledge that's being shoved down our throats we don't have time to do this next step right which is what would i need to be presented to me in order for me to change my opinion to change my mind so if you took someone
0: uh who was dead
1: set against the vaccine like
0: the opposite not the opposite but like what's the deal breaker for your information threshold is that what you're saying
1: yeah, if someone was to say, "I don't want the vaccine because I think it's dangerous,"
0: I think it's going to cause me more harm than good. I think yeah. is a lot of the um,
1: basis. Yeah, the concern right? again yeah. about getting the the, the, the vaccine. Yeah. So then, <clears throat> the follow up question would be: Okay, what information would satisfy that concern to the point where you'd be comfortable getting the vaccine?
0: Mm, I see.
1: And I don't think a lot of people are prepared to answer that question. And I think that applies to a lot of people, especially when it comes to controversial topics, Uh, you know, abortion, capital punishment, uh, even things in the States like uh, taking down statues of, of old, of old people that used to own slaves and stuff. You know what I mean? Like old white dudes, like to the people who want to keep the statues, the question could be what information would make you change your mind and realize that it's a bad idea to keep the statue here or to the people who want to get rid of the statues. Mm -hmm. What information would you need in order to realize that it's actually beneficial to keep the statue here? Right. And what it it does is it shows that people aren't actually interested in what the truth is Mm -hmm. or what the, 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 what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the unbiased, objective yeah. truth is, yeah. they they are more interested in having made it a and decision, and then carried on with their lives. And and I mean, for a lot of things, there's there's nothing wrong with that because so many issues are just not worth really thinking that much about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but if you know, there's a lot of people that say they're open-minded. And they're, they're, you know, I'm not interested in whether I'm right or I'm wrong. I'm just interested in knowing what right is. Mm, I
0: see. Yeah.
1: But when you confront them with that question, they're like, oh, shit, I'm not prepared to change my mind. Okay, well, now you're not open-minded. Yeah. You have to at least entertain the idea of the being willing to change your mind. Yeah. And then thinking to, okay, what would I need to know in order to, and I think I, think I, I learned that from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Um, I can't remember where I heard it from, but that was one of his thoughts was like, you know, if you're not willing to entertain the the possibility of the antithesis of your opinion, mm-hmm. then you're not open minded at all.
0: Right. Yeah. and I, I, th- I think that's a fair point., uh, two things on on um, what you just mentioned, it actually brought me back to like debate in my politics class in high school Um, class I hated sidebar Um, we were paired up and then you had to debate a pro and a con opinion so one team of two debated the pro and one team of two debated the con and there was whatever how many subjects for how many pairs of people there were Uh, or I guess quad quadrants of people anyways (laughs) the groups of uh, totaling four um quartets quartets that's the word thank you um and i had to argue why i was against abortion with my teammate and both of us were like vehemently pro I don't want to say pro abortion, but like pro choice, I think is what right. we call it. Um, and it was really hard because n- neither one of us truly agreed with the opinion, but we had to argue it. And I think the whole p- a point of the exercise was that you might have to, in life, consider opinions that you wouldn't normally consider. Um, and. Like, I don't want to say I can see why people would be um, against abort against abortion. In general, pro life, uh, I think, is the the reverse of pro choice. Um, yeah. So if you're going to be pro life, like I can, I, I understand that opinion because I was able to argue it do I agree Mm -hmm. with it no has my opinion changed no (laughs) but I do have uh, a better understanding of of the opposition Uh, and I think that that was the value in the lessons that were learned in in that project Um, and you know if we were like to translate that to real life if you sit down and have a conversation with a perfect stranger about something and they say something you dislike, you know, it's not personal. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I think this was my second um, sort of point is that people do take things so personal. um, And I think that's why we see a lot of these huge acts, like you said, you know, like the defamation of all the, the statues of historical figures and things like that. And there's obviously still a lot of anger and rage and like a lack of um, resolution for a lot of people. Um, And I feel like that energy could be translated into something so much more productive like the education system, making sure that, you know, programs are set in place so that people aren't getting the wrong info um i'm not saying rewrite history but because i feel like what we were taught in history was uh rel- i don't want say relatively accurate but it's accurate from one point of view yeah. um <laughs> whereas like why aren't we teaching the full picture of what happened um particularly regarding indigenous and, you know, the incoming, uh, oh my God, what do they call us? Colonizers. Um, Colonizers. Yes, yes. And so I feel like so much more energy could be put into that. Um, and, and then making sure that the information like on these statues, for example, you know, this was the first Prime Minister of Canada, for example, John A. John A? Oh my God, excuse yeah. me. Um you that's know... John
1: A. McDonald. He wasn't it wasn't Johnny. <laughs>
0: <My> homie. Johnny <laughs> Mac. Um yeah, I feel like you know, he was the first Prime Minister. We can't change that. That's in the history. Um, however, we can talk about everything that happened <clears throat> in a way that's like productive for future yes, generations to learn absolutely. from and be like hey he kind of did some things that were like not okay but he thought they were based on this information blah 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 Um, so let's not do that again I feel like um,
1: those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it
0: yeah they, they did this there, there's this kind of example all over Germany um there's buildings that were like nazi occupied that they aren't gonna tear down because they're now historical buildings right Mm -hmm. they can't erase what has happened what they can do is like look to educate and make sure that it doesn't happen again so like there's monuments and memorials and you can do like self-guided tours And things like this to to go to all kinds of places where you can like see and have a better understanding of like what truly happened even though there were atrocities uh obviously that that occurred um same with like the cold war like in berlin there's still you know remnants of of the the wall and things like Mm -hmm. that that they're like actively preserving because they're like if this goes away and we forget, like you said, you're doomed to repeat the past and it's like we can't allow this to happen. So how can we use this unfortunate um like part of our history and make it make it so that our future is, is better and that doesn't happen. Yeah. Anyways. Um Yeah. I I, I just feel like <laughs> we could do better
1: when you're talking about the uh the debate class yes um it's really interesting because like what we're seeing now in in north american you know universities and colleges and stuff is people not going with the idea that i'm there to receive a higher education and learn things like critical thinking Mm. and and you know articulating complex thoughts and and having discussions with people who have different thoughts and opinions than my own.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Now you go to these schools and you can't say things. You can't, people aren't invited anymore because they, they have a topic that's the, that no one wants to discuss. And it's like, you can't run away from things like the, 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 the value of being a thinking, breathing reasoning human being Mm -hmm. uh, and like i said earlier putting yourself in uncomfortable situations is to force yourself to think about the things you don't want to think about it's to it's to it's to understand why you don't want to think about them face that confront that fear Mm -hmm. understand why it bothers you Mm -hmm. and then it becomes less intimidating and less difficult and when you're forced to discuss something from a point of view you disagree with it at least encourages you to you will absolutely get a better understanding of the topic, especially back before the internet was so prevalent because when you researched a thing, it was a lot harder to find subjective research, biased right. research. Yeah. Now when you Google something, like if anyone if you're out there and you haven't watched Social Dilemma, watch it. Ah, yes. Because it, it demonstrates wh- how all of your search queries are, are based off of your entire internet presence Mm -hmm. so if all you've ever done is research why the vaccine is bad or why covid is a hoax and everything like that it doesn't matter what you put in there you could say why i should get the vaccine and you're going to get hits that say you shouldn't get the vaccine yeah like it's a self-licking ice cream cone. um (laughs) and then yes
0: yeah it's it's a the algorithm is everywhere across platforms across websites um yeah absolutely and
1: and just to my earlier point about, you know, what that threshold might be in order to have you change your mind, okay, that might not actually exist, right. but to entertain the thought of it existing means yeah. that you're willing to have an open conversation with people. So just to, to make sure the listeners aren't getting confused about, because um, you might not know what that is. You might not know what it looks like until you hear it or see it. Um,
0: like the experience might... of finding something out and then it changing your opinion?
1: Exactly. Okay. But but acknowledging that it could exist means that you're you're staying open minded about things. Um and I just wanted to you know, kinda what you said last about um all the all the effort that's going into things, where could that be driven elsewhere? Mm -hmm. And it's what you talked about at the beginning of the episode is rather than we're focusing an awful lot on the negative things Mm -hmm. and it's keeping things negative. Um
0: yeah, what and could we be doing it like that?
1: <laughs> what could we be doing about these topics that are positive in nature? What could we give? Yeah, What could we contribute in order to create a better conversation or create a better understanding of what these things were? Because, mm-hmm. for example, like General Robert E. Lee is one of those guys, Whose uh, whose statue is being torn down in Richmond, Virginia? And I have one of I have a book about him on leadership right
2: here. Oh wow! Like the
1: man was a phenomenal guy and of great character. But yeah, he worked for a country that uh, wanted slaves, so he was he was labeled a bad guy. Right. Um, and <clears throat> I think it's a really interesting point too because maybe it's a little too broad brushed. Hmm. Um, but there are people who are good people who've done bad things. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a there's a saying about that for sure as well. Um Somewhere.
1: But like we, we like let's know one bad thing about someone and, and write off their entire existence for it. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Um, and that's probably if they're, they're you know, if we've got a broader audience, uh, <laughs> and 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 a more, you know, widespread audience that might draw some some anger but like instead of focusing on the bad things that they did understand the bad things that they did Mm -hmm. and why they were bad and then focus on the good things they did
0: yeah what um
1: i'm like like hitler mao zedong those kinds of people write them off i don't care yeah but like like a lot of these people weren't dictators they weren't they weren't you know Mass executing people. Yes. Um, John A. McDonald, for example, like yeah, he had his issues. Yeah. He was, he was a prominent figure in a time where this was okay.
0: Where exploration was <sighs> so valuable, and to feel like he had come to like this new land, um, and was able to be the head of it like the leader and to help establish it I'm sure for him felt like a huge success right um and not everybody obviously saw it that way or still sees it that way um but yeah you're right like it just I I feel like I heard a quote that applies to parenting, but I feel like it kind of applies to this. Like, you can't parent your children today for the world that we grew up in.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right.
0: And I feel like we can't... Like, I'm trying to figure out a way to, like, word it to apply to, to, like, all these historical figures. Like, we can't judge people from history based on
1: what's unacceptable the
0: world today and what yeah what is and is not acceptable because it didn't apply back then and and there yes we can look back and be like oh well that was wrong we should have known that that was wrong it was like they didn't think it was wrong i'm pretty sure like i i don't
1: well like on a lesser scale like we I'm not trying condemn-
0: to yeah I'm not trying to be like oh let's forgive everybody for their no, mistakes it's, yeah
1: it's it's let's not condemn them but let's learn from it right. and move forward in a in a positive manner not in a negative manner yeah let's not take away let's contribute
0: yeah and and it's t- like we don't the essence of cancel culture is in those small mistake i don't say small mistakes sometimes people make big effing mistakes and they should be canceled <laughs> yeah. uh you know like hitler for example um
1: Hitler canceled i fully support canceling hitler
0: yeah yeah uh however i feel like the forgetting portion is too strong with the cancel culture and that's where i f- i don't want to say i fear but i I feel concern over people not being able to learn yes. from this.
1: And and then they don't confront the things that make them uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: they just turn and walk away.
1: And then and then you just get entrenched in their opinions and then they wall everyone off. And then um, the
0: algorithm just sends them whatever they want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> right? But like And so they feel you know, that their opinion is right perpetually.
1: 40 years ago everyone and their dog was smoking cigarettes
0: while pregnant
1: while pregnant even the doctor you're in the doctor's office and he's prescribing you camels. yeah well he's he's smoking a pack of marlboro reds yeah and it's like we don't look back and be like oh my god i cannot believe he smoked you should know better that's disgusting
0: yeah and the answer or, is you know everyone drink. smoked yeah that's
1: just what we did back then yeah like that's and yeah people drank and drive drank drink drank drank and drove yes D D D.
0: They did not D
1: D. D D. Drank and drank and drived. Yes. Drank, drank and drove. They. They were. Uh. Operated vehicles under the influence. Yes. Yes. Um, and and no one judges them for that. Yeah. Because it was acceptable. Now was it right? No. But we have corrected it. Yeah. And we've we've moved on.
0: We have laws in place to protect these things from happening again. I feel like that's yeah. that's the journey you know we learn we make we make changes to the way that things operate um sometimes those things take ch- time and i i think we've talked about this before but I, we're i feel like we're in a time of great change and i think that's why we're seeing so much um, yeah for
1: sure we definitely are
0: yeah so so much uh like headbutting, for lack of a better word, um, and well, like strong like... opinions and lots of disagreements and conflict. Because uh, I feel like my hope is that we come out on the other side, more knowledgeable, better, uh, with with better systems in place that help more people, like widespread, just like globally. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's it, it... there's so much. <laughs>
1: It makes me laugh how personally people take some of these issues.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And and it's like you, you sound so righteous mm-hmm. and so convinced that it's a travesty that's taking place. And it's like, okay, let's just look inward for a second. Right. Let's just take a good look at our lives. Is this and our before... ego talking? Yeah. yeah. Or, and just like maybe let's see a little bit of humility and, and think about how imperfect you are. Yeah. Were you always nice to people? Did you, always, did you ever say a single mean thing to someone? Like, when's the last time you smiled and offered a helping hand? When's the last time you went out of your way to do a nice thing for someone else? Yeah. Like, the the, the people that are so, so convinced of, of these wrongdoings and what needs to be done about it. It's like, you need to just, before you can, like Jordan Peterson says this, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: make, make your, like... Before you judge the world, look at your own room. Yeah. Like, what, what's your room look like? Is your bed made? Are your clothes put away? Are you organized? Are you neat and tidy? Sort your shit out. Yeah. Before you can even bother trying to take on the rest of the world. Before
0: like, we put a magnifying glass on everything else around us.
1: Yeah. yeah. like Turn inward. Be honest with yourself. And and he also says, you know, the surest way to change the world, if there is one, is to change yourself.
0: Yeah. Better be a better yeah. person. <laughs> be, a better be a better you. Better
1: person. Be a better you.
0: Yeah. Slogan. Does he say that? Be a better person.
1: Oh, we'll find the exact quote in two seconds here. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, because I mean, and and then Jordan Peterson is a um, polarizing figure as well, because people are like, "Oh, he says such sexist things," and I was like, "He's rooted in science, you guys."
1: Nothing he says is sexist.
0: He's going to say things that speak to science.
1: Here's a good one. Maybe it's not the world that's at fault. Maybe it's you.
0: Oh, interesting. Um... I feel like people would get offended by that so fast because they don't want to point, like look at themselves in
1: the mirror and be like, hey. 100%. No one wants to. And that's why I think having those conversations is really important because you might realize and that's what i said about being wrong earlier like yeah. people get so tied to their their opinions and their thoughts they think it's who they are it's a personality problem
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's like if i have to have a conversation about this i'm i have to accept the fact that i might realize that i don't agree with this actually at all mm-hmm. and now who am i that's um, a
0: good point That's a th- valid
1: the the one about the room I was saying is okay. if you cannot bring peace to your household, how dare you try to rule a city? Um, where is it?
0: How dare you? The audacity. Very interesting. I've yeah. I was gonna say something about ruling the world, but that that'll totally change the subject. So. <laughs> save that one for next time
1: oh it's gonna drive me nuts
0: also sidebar cassie had mentioned to me um uh, she's like the episode that i was un- un- uh re- unwittingly yeah unwittingly part of uh <laughs> she could only hear you
1: in the conversation yes while she was on the phone yes
0: because she was on the phone so she could only hear you i think
1: yeah and then
0: yes because i was in your headset
1: yeah and then when she listened to the episode
0: and then when she listened to it she was like oh okay and she she gave me quite a, a nice compliment saying like my uh like exchange throughout that like helped make it not sound like there was as much dead space as she thought there was yeah because as she was talking she's like i didn't want to take too long to answer in case like <laughs> there there was you know not n- no sound it's like yeah, yeah yeah you don't want dead space right anyway so uh thank you cassie for <laughs> for the compliment but yeah getting profesh at this a little bit so if anybody wants to us to call them we could do a phone a friend segment during the podcast awesome yeah and uh you'll probably only be able to hear one of us whoever that may be um but the other person will be able to hear you and can therefore
1: once we find that Deep recorder, partner. we'll be able to have them.
0: Oh my gosh, I know. Some person decided to put everything valuable in one box and then put it in a storage locker. And uh, I actually have to go to said storage locker this week. And uh, I don't know, dig for gold, basically. So wish me luck.
1: I'm sure you'll be fine uh
0: you're having a hard time finding this aren't you yeah
1: okay Might well have to uh it
0: it can maybe uh go up on our socials at some point slash i can add it to the show notes should you find it yeah. from now till
1: yeah. then yeah we'll have to do that because yeah. i can't find it it's gonna it'll, it'll come up and then i'll we'll, we'll add.
0: yeah you'll find it like when we stop talking <laughs> podcast it'll be like right there (laughs) found it yeah good times good times Anywho, I'm uh I'm I'm fading yeah me too so uh I, I don't want to uh leave our listeners in the lurch we appreciate your uh listenership thank you for joining us this week and we look forward to you listening again next time
1: See you, everybody.
0: Toodles.